Logan. Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Ali, good uh, morning, sir. Yeah, good morning to you as well. It's almost afternoon for me. A li- you're a little bit earlier than I am, but uh, but I'm excited just to be here with you. We kind of switched us to the Wednesday uh, midweek, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, we used to do everything on Mondays, right? We started our week off by, you know, motivating ourselves. But I like the Wednesday thing, too, because, you know, as you're kind of on the way down of motivation or you're kind of just in the in the thick of things, so to speak, um, we get yep. to chat and I'm, and I'm inspired. So I, I love it. So it's great to be here with you. Yeah, and then today, just so that everybody knows, we uh, needed to switch it to uh, to Tuesday just because of our our, our schedules this week. So um, yeah. that's why we're doing it on Tuesday. Last week, uh, you know, we both were were kind of busy and um, just you know in the in the, well, thick the last, of things like last, you like last, to call it. Last few last few weeks, you and I have been you know you've been traveling the country with your family and and the tournaments and busy with camps, and I've been doing my camp. So yeah, it's kind of just worked out nicely that. You know, we took a little bit of a, a, you know, one or two weeks off here and there. Um, but, uh, you know, our listeners do text me and say, where's your call? I listen to it every week. They're missing it. <laughs> but um, but I I, uh, I appreciate that we are so, you know, so busy, but, you know, in a nice way, in a, in a good way. Yeah, I wouldn't say overly. I would say uh, scheduled busy, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yep, absolutely. Well, it does make sense. And for people who are listening, sometimes people say to me, oh, I don't want to bother you, you know, and uh, you're so busy. And I say, no, I'm scheduled. Yep. Right. And a scheduled, scheduled busy is intentional. Um, busy, busy, just for the sake of running around like, yeah, but, you know, you have nowhere, you don't know where you're going. Being in that blender, as, as I say, spinning around all day with no control. And finally, when it shuts off, you jump out, go to sleep and come back and do it again. So our call today, that's exciting. I think it's going to be a good one for people because I think people have a hard time understanding this because they do get caught in the minutia of the day-to-day or in the thick of things. So uh, why don't you explain every, to everybody what, you, what your thoughts are? Yeah, well, so basically today what we're going to talk about is uh, buying time. Um, and and, and with specific, specifically for us as entrepreneurs, as school owners, it's important for us to, um, I think, eventually buy as much time as we possibly can uh, back uh, for ourselves. When we first began, you know, um, unless you had some sort of big inheritance and all of a sudden you had this, you know, uh, rush of students, you know, you had to work your way up, and, you know, by, um, you know, incremental growth, you know, with incremental growth. And not that that is a bad thing because I think it's important, but um, – in the beginning, you had a lot more time than you had money, and as time goes on, uh, it should it should switch where you should have a lot more money and um, and less time. And then what you do is you use that money to buy your time uh, back. That's the mm-hmm. one commodity that we you know that's the thing that that there's only a limited supply uh, that we have. And it was, this was a tough concept for me or a tough principle for me to swallow because I personally felt like I needed my hands in everything, that I should be doing everything. Now, right. what, was to my, what was to my advantage are there were some things that I hated to do that I not just dislike, I mean, I hated to do. And so, right. uh, you know, I, personally, I hate, I hate cleaning. Uh, right. I like things cleaned. But I hate the deep cleaning, you know. So I don't want. I don't. I hate to be scrubbing the toilets and 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 scrubbing <coughs> the floors and all those other things. Now, will I do it if I had to? Certainly. 
But of course. Um, you know, I, <laughs> it was uh, it was it was something that I just just and, and oh, you know, gosh, you, you know, it's funny, Jane. Right now, as you say that, to the to the right of me is my monitors of my schools, and and my cleaning company was just at my East Islip school early this morning. They worked around my camp, and right now I'm watching them on the monitors scrubbing the mats at the at the West Islip School. And, uh, you know, I had my staff doing that for me for quite some time, and this is just something that we should make note of. Um, and, you know, and they were helping me because they're getting paid, they're getting the hours, but they that it's kind of below their pay grade, and they don't really love it. So now I have a cleaning company does a thorough cleaning, and they just kind of touch up. And um, it frees them up to do other things, you know, that makes them, you know, feel, you know, who they are as far as instructors and managers and so on. And uh, we leave it to the cleaning crew to, to make sure that they make it spotless. And what, by the way, they make it spotless. And that's why I like it. And, you know, you didn't originally hire, uh, this is, it's on topic, but I don't want to get too far off topic. You didn't originally hire your instructors or or program managers to to be you know be a cleaning service, right? So yeah. Um, so anyways, with regards to buying time back, uh, first thing is, um, you know, we as entrepreneurs need to understand what our time is is you know actually worth, and mm-hmm. we got to stop lying to ourselves. Uh, that's right. one thing that we went over in the martial arts business manifesto is we gave everybody the martial arts calculator and to, in order to find out. You know, um, you know what their time is actually, or I should say, one of the martial arts calculators that we give them in the martial right. arts um, uh, manifesto. But um, you know, it, it, a real simple way, an easy way to take a look at what you um, what you what you're worth per hour, and the reason you would do this is so that you don't do anything that is um, below that that um, hourly rate. And so, let's just say that. Um, and I'll, I'll, let me pull up a calculator here. I don't know what what number do we want to go with? You know, for an hourly wage? No, no, no. Let's say uh, what you earn per year. Okay, uh, let's say uh, an average person. Let's say like fifty-five, sixty thousand. Okay, so let's just do sixty thousand per year. I don't know if you can hear my uh, my neighbor's cutting his grass outside my window. Nah, can't uh, hear it. <laughs> okay, all right. So we're gonna take sixty thousand, and then uh, let's let's say that. They only take two weeks off a year, right? Is that mm-hmm. average, or because I yeah, mean I take off about six weeks. So, what would you say? Yeah, I'd say two weeks two? is good. I mean, we yeah, you know that that would be uh, you know in the early stages where you shouldn't be taking off that much time until you have a full staff and everything is fully in place. So we divide that by fifty. That leaves us uh, you know hundred or one thousand two hundred dollars uh, right a week. And then let's divide that. Let's say that they're putting in 40 hours, although we know that they're, you know, usually doing a little bit more than that in the beginning. So that come to it, they're making $30 uh, an hour. Right. And so anything that's below a $30 an hour wage, um, you should not be doing. And again, unless it brings you joy. You know, we talked about that before. Um, you know, if there's something that, that you do really, really love to do, then by all means that you should step out and do it. So what what should a um what should a thirty dollar an hour person, a martial arts instructor, what should a thirty dollar an hour martial arts school owner be doing, Allie? Well, you know it's interesting and first let's clarify so that, you know, a thirty dollars an hour is like what you could make on average, right? So 
um, there are many ways to reach this and supersede it by by adding on income. Um, and sometimes it's a matter of, and I think that you know you would agree, Dwayne, a matter of allocating and delegating your time so that you are more productive and you focus on the things that make you more money. So I think the school owners, when you're a single individual school owner, you have to be everything. You have to be the cleaner, the, you know, the, the teacher. You have to be the salesperson. You have to do the phone calls. But eventually what I do with my school owners that start off as a single-person operation, we slowly start to implement and get staff to help them out, even if it's part-time getting a person to do the phone calls and the setup of the trials and so on. And that will free them up to focus on the things that they're best at. But here's the thing. What I loved what you said um, was, you know, unless you love what you do, um, you, you shouldn't be doing it. In other words, like if you like cutting the lawn um, and it gives you that relaxation, the smell, the feeling on your weekends and, and, you, and you enjoy it, then do it. So you have to think that way with your business as well because if you hate something and you're doing it, you're probably not doing it all that well. And you're probably going to try to run from it and do it the least, right? So, for example, if you love to teach and you're good at teaching, but you're bad at sales and bad at talking to people, then then teach and find someone to help you in your other areas and, and then pay them. And you will make more money at your at your field because you are the best teacher there. Does that make sense? So definitely $30 an hour is, you know, whatever your strengths are. If you're a good manager, a good leader, um, what you enjoy and what you can do to run the school efficiently and profitably. I mean, that, that's kind of, I know it's a little bit vague. Do you have any more clarification on that for the people listening? Yeah, well, like you said, in the beginning, we're doing everything, but eventually we need to delegate, the, especially the things that we dislike to other individuals. Um, right. But in doing so, you know, we as that, you know, let's just take this person, this school owner that, that's grossing, you know, um, or netting for himself, you know, $60,000. Uh, yeah. I guess that would be gross before taxes. But right. um, anyways, you know, that they're making $30 an hour. Um, right. You know, they should be thinking about how to, um, you know, take that uh, thing that they don't like and giving it to somebody else. But, the, but, right. but not just handing it off, not just uh, – you know, advocating, but delegating and creating the system that goes along with that so that the right. individual knows how to do whatever it is that, that that owner wants done. And then goes back to a call that we did before talking about inspect what you expect, having some sort right. of manageable way to making, you know, of making sure that that job is getting done. Yeah. Uh, I remember okay. um, years ago. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you continue. I'll, I'll jump in after. I remember years ago um, having a discussion with my wife about um, – you know, she she works at a at a school, so she has um, summers off. But but during the year, you know, she's you know at at the at, at the high school from you know by the time she leaves here, let's say seven thirty in the morning, she's back by three thirty or four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, uh, and then the night starts, and at that time we had you know young kids and and uh, things were moving quick, and you know there's no time to to clean the house. I mean, we can pick up, right. but there's just no time right. to clean the house. Well, yeah. I hate cleaning. I mean, like I, I said before, I just hate yeah. it. Partly because, you know, when I was a kid, I was, I had to clean. And, and, and I just did not enjoy it at all. And, and I don't know. Anyways, I guess I would have to go sit on a couch and pay somebody that makes 150 bucks an hour to tell right. me. Right. That doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, you know, we had a discussion on, on hiring someone to come in once a week to, you know, deep clean the house. And my, my wife actually finds, you know, pleasure in 
doing it and accomplishing those things uh, herself, I believe. And 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 the other thing is she didn't really want somebody you know coming into the to to our house and and, and cleaning it. Well, right. Long story short, we we finally hired somebody, and we've gone through different people, uh, you know, up until now. But but it's been one of the best things that we've ever done for both of yeah. us because no longer than on the weekends are we spending time, you know, having to clean. Uh, right. It's not looming looming over us. Um, and 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 really, you know, I looked at it in the beginning as okay, I just need. Um, you know, one and a half students to, you know, per month to pay for that person. That's it. Yep. Uh, you know, with that ratio. And, and, and I did that even not understanding, um, what my time was worth at that time. I just knew, you know, psychologically, I didn't want to be doing this. Uh, I right. hated it. And, 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 and so buying time back and go back to what I said in the beginning. In the beginning, you have a ton of time and not, not money. So you, you know, you, not a, right. ton, of, not a ton of money. So you have to, do all those things yourself, but then as the time goes on, you, it should be switching where you have more money and, and you, you actually have less time, and so it's important for you to take that money and buy the time back for yourself. Right. You know, really it comes down to the fact that we should be doing uh, activities that are furthering our company's growth um, yeah. to the degree that nobody else can, can, can be doing those. So what should a $30 an hour uh, and, the, you know, in, in this scenario that we're talking about, what should a $30 an hour uh, school owner be doing? Well, they should be working on the marketing. I believe that, you know, one of the things that a school owner should be doing is working on the marketing and, and hardly ever, if ever, uh, uh, give that up to anybody else. Not right. to say that you don't hire, like, you know, your web company to do do the web service. Right. But, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 can I can I get advice from you? Should I follow you on what you say to be done? Certainly, especially if I don't know what I'm doing. But if I but if I do know what I'm doing, we should probably be in sync anyways. And I say, you know, I want this opt-in box here, and I want. Uh, I just think that uh, you know you should be working on the marketing. You should be working on the system building for right. your school um, mm-hmm. and systems all the way around from customer service. To um, you know the the, uh, the the pathway from sign up to to enrollment, and then from enrollment all the way to upgrade, from upgrade to to black belt, from black belt to second degree. I mean, those are the things that you know we as as school owners should be really focusing and working on. Um, not cutting the lawn, not scrubbing the toilet. You know, I I laughingly said to my wife when when I was trying to get her to let me get a cleaning service here. Uh, at our house was that, you know, why do I want my, and I stole this from a friend of mine, you know, why do I, why do I want my best girl's hand in the toilet? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I don't know if it's sold around her or not, but you know, why, why do I want, why do I want my best girl's, you know, uh, a hand yeah. in the toilet? So, um, and, and so, and then, and then, you know, Hey, look, when you have other people having their hand in helping you build the business, it also uh, helps, I think, to create teamwork. And, yeah. you know, and, 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 and then I think there's another level to this where you yourself need to find what I, what's coined as, and, and um, Dan Sullivan, I believe, was the first one that said this, but your unique ability. What are the, the top three things that you are uniquely created to do in your business? And those are the three things that you should be focusing in. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, those should be high-paid dollar things. Uh, that you yeah. focus in solely on your business and then have other individuals support 
the other things that, A, you're not as good at, or, B, that you just simply do not like doing. Um, right. and, and those aren't always mutually exclusive. Sometimes they are. Um, but so <clears throat> it's important because I think, I, you know, I don't know about you, Allie, but I, I, as scheduled as I am, I have a lot of free time. Right. And yeah, me too. part of it is done on purpose. Um, you know, by design. The other thing is, with regards to that, it's important for me to have that time off um, or just even that thinking time. Right. You know, you know when, when if people were here and I was at, you know, if somebody was watching me in my, my house, I, I may not be sitting at my desk. I might be walking around. I might be in the backyard in the summertime sitting on the deck, and I just right. have a pad of paper, and I'm writing ideas down. I'm thinking about the business. Right. Um, and, and, and those are, you know, one of the highest paid activities. I'll give you an example. Um, you know, my, our, our, our 23, almost 24-year-old uh, is a chef for a food truck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was sitting down at the kitchen table one time. And he was, you know, uh, I, I said, hey, what are you doing? And he says, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm writing the menu for our next venue, our, our next uh, thing. And, you know, he, he was talking a little bit about that. And I could see some discouragement uh, in that. And, and I just basically, you know, encouraged him and said, you know, I, I feel like I did anyways. But I told him, I said, look, I said, you are right now, you are doing the highest paid activity besides the marketing. You are doing the highest paid activity in your business. Because what you're doing is you're coming up with the menu and the recipes that go along with that uh, so that when somebody tastes this menu, the things from this menu, they're tasting this experience that you sat down and toiled over for the last hour, two hours, three hours, however long it's going to take you to create yeah. this amazing menu. And and the thing is, nobody else can do that in your business. I mean, right. uh, the, the owner that hired you to, you know, the owner's doing the marketing, but the owner that hired you to do this for your business, uh, they can't do that. Now, could they do it to a, a, a tenth? Maybe a twentieth right. degree, maybe, maybe. But you are the one that's especially equipped to right. do that for your business. And and I and I look at that the same for us in our business. There are, like I said, we have a unique ability in our business, and we should be doing uh, those two or three things, and only those two or three things to the best of our ability. Now, in the beginning, that's right. not possible. But mm-hmm. as time goes on, you should be quickly doing that and switching over to 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 do that. Uh, does right. that all make sense, Sally? It totally does. And, and you know, the the one thing is maybe the owner of that food truck could do that, but he trusts your son and hired him because he doesn't any longer want to do that. And to replicate ourselves as teachers, like if we, for, for example, there's been many times where I've been burnt out on teaching. I'm sure you've been as well. And then you kind of go through these slumps and then you get remotivated. But if you have people that could help you that are almost as good as you or you kind of train them to be as close to you as possible – um, then you're able to replicate and that's how you be able, that's how you're able to open multiple schools and, and have, you know, create a dream life. You know, I was just telling my mom and my daughter, uh, this morning over breakfast, I said, you know what, ultimately, if I could continue doing what I'm doing right now and on my own time schedule, how I enjoy to do it, stay home when I want, teach when I want, work when I want, I'm literally like, a, a reti- this is what I would consider my retirement. You know, where, uh, you know, I'm not, I've never been forced into a cubby, sitting in an office, people telling me what to do. I clock in, I clock out. I've always had this freedom 
to live the life that I want. I've been blessed, I have to say it. I've been blessed to live this life that not many people are able to live. And, and yes, there's stress, there's annoyances, there's things that make me stay up at night. But, but you know what? I think I'd probably have that anyway if I worked for someone a- anyway. Um, so I think that that's important for everyone to understand. I wrote, I like, I wrote down some notes. Um, sometimes you have to pay for someone who's better than you too. Like if you're not a good manager or you're not a good bookkeeper or you're not a good salesperson, pay for someone. Um, don't try to find someone to fill the seat. I've often done that where I go, Hey, I have a job opportunity and uh, who's, who wants to work? I, you know, I didn't look for the qualified people and I put them in and I trained them and they just didn't work out and it ended up being a bitter, bitter thing because they weren't happy. I wasn't happy. Um, you got to find the right people. So sometimes paying for someone, to do the job right will double what your value is worth, right? So you might be making $30 an hour right now, but if you're able to get a salesperson that bangs out sales and doubles your enrollment, now you're going to be worth $160 an hour. So sometimes you have to take a hit in one area, you know, hourly wage to be able to bring people in and uh, make them make hire someone better. And um, I love what you said, you know, student count. You know, you were saying, look, what's it going to take for me to afford to be able to hire a cleaning company? That's like the one student. You know, I used to say, what's it going to cost for to buy a Viper? What's it going to cost to buy a summer home? Um, I just need to add my enrollment and bring it up by 20%, 30%, 40%, or whatever. I set goals based on my successes. You know, so those two things that you said are very important for the listeners to hear. It doesn't matter whether they're in a bagel business or a coffee shop or a restaurant or a carpenter. Um, it's all about finding, like, what your, your core value is and what you do best. Right. So I agree with everything you said, and I hope the listeners are taking that to heart. Um, but also the one warning, I heed, I heed this warning. Do not um, don't all of a sudden become an owner that could start delegating and not doing anything, because quite often people try to live like the big boys and then they end up putting themselves out of business because they're not watching all the fine details. They're not really looking at all the things that need to be looked at. And again, I admit this, I, I got to a point in my life where I had people doing everything for me. I just sat back and I trusted that they were doing their job and I didn't inspect what I expect. And uh, I lost a lot of money. I probably would have had way more money in the bank if I paid attention to that. But I was living the lifestyle and kind of enjoying what I was doing and traveling and so on. So be very careful um, but and hire correctly and delegate properly. Th- those are my main points. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's important. You brought up, and I brought up about it too, inspect what you expect. And, and if you're looking yeah. for that, um, you can go to um, you know, schoolownertalk.com forward slash 134 because it was our 134th call. So that's schoolownertalk.com forward slash 134 in order to get you know to that call about inspect what you expect. Um, so anyways, about buying time back, uh, you know, I, I don't want to beat this, you know, into the ground, but I think it's an important principle for us as entrepreneurs. And, and you've said it quite frequently, um, Ali, is sometimes, you know, we have a, uh, as, as uh, martial artists, we're very proud and, you know, we have a hard time, you know, we're control freaks and we have a hard time, yeah. you know, letting people go and, and or letting p- other people do it or even letting other people get the uh, the praise maybe sometimes right. uh, for it. And I, and I just want to encourage all of us to, to empower our uh, current staff that we already have um, with, with the, the knowledge that, hey, I, I have a question. I'd like your input on that. And then if it's good input, use it and give them credit for it. 
uh, and you yeah. will see that they will help you buy time back because they're yeah. going to take a vested interest. It's funny because I sat down with my with two of my staff members last week, and I said we're going to bring this up in a staff meeting in the future, but I wanted to get your guys' opinion on it right now. And I said, you know, I want to revisit our systems with regards to our touches, you know, the 246 calls all the way up to, you know, right. different belt levels and, and yada, yada, yada. And I said, I want us to, to really think about the word remarkable as we do that. Yeah. And how can we, how can we make this experience remarkable? Well, what was funny, and, you, and it's important for, and I bring this up because it's important for us to know our staff members. Um, my head instructor, you know, brought up about, um, you know, the, uh, the experience when you walk in. So he, he said, you know, yeah, you know, when every time I walk in, I, I'm looking at things and I'm, and sometimes he goes, I don't know if you're looking at me on the camera, Mr. Brummett, but, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm often walking around going, okay, what does this look like to somebody else? Does this right. need to be moved? Does this need to be fixed? Does this need, and, and which, which, which was funny because what I was saying was nothing like that. I'm talking about, uh, what can we do? What are the touches that we can do in order to make the experience remarkable from, right. you know, po- point A to point B to point C to point D? But the way that he took it was, and, and this is just the way his mind works, is what does the experience look like when they're here? Is the wall painted? Is there a hole? Is there, you know, just yeah. a, a whole mess? Of, and, and the funny thing, I, didn't, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. That wasn't yeah. even on my radar um, in that conversation. So, you know, if you know what your own uh, staff member's unique ability is, um, right. that will also uh, that will also help you out greatly. Yeah, you know what? And um, you and I chatted when I visited your school, right? And we talked about the different things when you walk in. And, and you know, I'm big into um, brand recognition within a school and the way it looks and the way your retail area looks and then your logos and. You know, um, you know, when you walk into my school, it's pretty impressive. I have to say, you have a beautiful lobby. I, have, you know, brick on the wall, beautiful black slate walls with monitors and our logo scrolling in and out with the TV monitor and our logo broad, uh, you know, uh, three dimensional logos off the wall. Um, so I want everyone to realize from their very first touch point from the website to the to the show up to the the way they're greeted all of those things are what you call touch points right and we want to make sure that everything is done and and that guy was saying yeah you know people do notice they notice a a ceiling tile that's stained or they notice a scratch or hole in the wall or they notice a ripped carpet like i just had to replace my seats because after two years people pick at the seats and they peel the leather off the seat cushions so i went out and i bought brand new ones i you know i'm annoyed that people do that and you know what's interesting i didn't realize this i watch a show now I, I actually went through the whole season it's called billion dollar buyer and it's the guy who owns bubble gum shrimp and you know all these hotels the golden nugget and um one thing he was asking for a, a designer to design these seats for them and i didn't realize that the seats have what they call sits how many sits do you get out of a seat so they say oh this seat is durable for 2500 sits so that 2500 times people sit on and get off of it before it starts wearing off i had no idea that that's and they oh, well, we need to do that that way. So there's so many different things we have to do for our school. And I'm getting a little off track, but I love what you said about the look, the feel, and that's what your people said. Now you got to bring it into the curriculum and how they're treated and, and all of that stuff too. 
Yeah, and, you know, um, if anybody's interested, I put it up on here, but you can go to uh, uh, Colby.com, K-O-L-B-E.com, and uh, there is, I think it's like under 50 bucks that you yourself can take the, the one of the um, – one of the tests there to kind of find out what you're, what you're uniquely suited for uh, oh, okay. in your business, your unique ability. And then um, I would then have your key staff members do it as well. <clears throat> Invest yeah. the 50 bucks in them, have them take it so that you can, you know, see where their mindset is, uh, what their unique abilities are, because then you can uh, take them and, and put them in those positions. So like for Mr. Bean, right. you know, he said, oh, yeah, this needs to be blah, 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 blah. So what do I have him do? Um, I, I had him build some some cubbies that I that that I needed. Rather than and going out and buying it, he has the ability to be able to to do it. Right? Yeah. He loves doing it. He does woodwork. Yeah. Um, and so I had him build it uh, on my time, you know. But I had yeah. him build it. Uh, now he doesn't like to paint, so right. I have a guy that's at the the, the studio. His kids go to the studio. He uh, he paints on the side. He loves doing it. I had him paint it. You know, so I I try to find individuals that have loves and passions, and then therefore try to put those uh, into um, uh, in, you know into position for them, if that makes sense. No, that's excellent. And again, I, it goes back to like you know, for instance, but but then again, certain employees they have to understand that they have to do what's required of them, right? So you sure. know, like I, I I had an employee that was a mason, and he was my one of my head instructors in the school at the time, and I'm like, hey you're a mason, you know, you have, you want to make more hours? Can you put in like a little planter for me? Right. And and he did, and he did a beautiful job. But then later on, he got mad at me because, you know, his hourly wage as a mason was way more as it was than an hourly wage as a martial art instructor. Um, but he, you know, again, he only worked three months out of the year and he was off for the rest or whatever. But uh, he got mad at me because he felt he should have got paid more for the mason job, you know. So um, you got to be real careful with that but <clears throat> and make sure that the employees are happy. But I agree with you. Sometimes, you know, they enjoy it. This is their way of kind of giving back to the school, putting their personal feelings and, and love into the school, making it permanent and so on. I, I used to have my students do that all the time. They loved building and fixing and, oh, we'll add an archery range and they all get together and we put it in and, you know, all that kind of cool stuff. So um, I agree. And, and going back to the time thing, you know, we as an owner – you know, we may work 40 hours a week. You know, we, you know, Gene Simmons from KISS said it was really cool. He said, okay, if you work 40 hours a week times 50 weeks a year, you'll do 2,000 hours, right? He said, if you just work 45 hours a week times 50 weeks a year, you'll work 2,250 hours. If you just take the 250 extra hours and you're getting paid $30 an hour, You've just netted yourself $7,500. So Gene Simmons is a workaholic, uh, you know, and uh, he would say, hey, listen, do, do 40 hours is just to get by. Anything above 60 hours is to really succeed. And he says, if you don't really sleep that much, you could be working 80 hours a week. So he said, if you take an additional 40 hours times 30, well, 40 hours times 50, that's 2,000 hours times $30. That's $60,000 more a year if you'd put that time in. Um, and this is what sometimes what it takes to be a self-employed entrepreneur. You and I both are always working. Even when we do relax, you're relaxing on your deck, but you got a pad. You know, you're working. 
um, you know, you're relaxing because you enjoy what you do. Like I enjoy doing all the web design and I enjoy doing social media marketing and I enjoy that kind of stuff. So I don't really consider it like I used to when I was a landscaper and I was digging a hole and planting shrubs. I mean, that's physical labor that you were, when you were done, your body was sore and you were sweating in right. the heat. I mean, there's a big difference um, with doing something you absolutely love. Like I laugh. I just had one of my instructors, young girl, um, she stopped teaching. She's like, oh, I just got a different job. I'm like, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm working as a barista. Um, and I'm like, but it's so easy to teach. And I was really surprised because all you're doing is saying, run from there, run to there, hands up, let's stretch, you know. And I don't understand, you know, she wanted to go and get a real job that she was out there busting their butt. Um, but in the martial arts, it's not that hard to order people around and tell them what to do and, and you know, inspire people and so on. It's kind of, in, it's fun. So it's an interesting yeah, but dichotomy. You, 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 it, yeah, but you don't want her there uh, if, you know, she doesn't want to be there. Oh, no, no, I, not at all. And and I agree with her. Like, she just wanted the experience. She's young. She wants to get out and see what it's like to really work at a different job, right? You know, this to her well, is like I, her hobby. And I, yeah, I, I actually had... admire that, you know, in her. Um, but, but like, to me, when people don't want to teach, I look at it going, like, it is the easiest job in the world. I mean, dealing with the parents and all the other business side and stuff like that, that makes it a little more difficult. But, you know, ordering people around and having them do drills and teaching martial arts, that's kind of was always my hobby. I, I did it for my teacher for free to teach at his school. I mean, so I don't understand when people sometimes are so drained and so tired and so built, burnt out from doing that aspect of it. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it's important uh, that we maybe we recap real quick on buying time back, and then uh, yeah. any, any closing thoughts. Let's let's hit it. Yeah. So first off, um, you know, in order to really know whether you should give X Y Z project or whatever it is to somebody else, you first need to know what your time is worth. So you know, take a look at what you gross per year, uh, divide that by how many weeks that you work right. in a year and then how many hours you work on average that week. Right. And that'll give you, uh, and, and, and in our scenario, we did 60000 We pared it down all the way to $30 an hour is what it came out to be. So in, in a perfect world, and I, and I say that with quotations, in a perfect world, you should not be doing anything that's under $30 an hour. With that being said, of course, if there's something that you're passionate about that, that actually feeds you and, and recharges you uh, and, and it's only a $10 an hour job, Maybe you still should be doing that. Um, yeah. But as your business grows, you might have to then eventually give that to somebody else. Um, so what does a $30 an hour or higher um, you know, business owner, what should they be focusing their time on? Well, you should be focusing your time on you know, developing the business even further, creating systems, marketing, uh, those type of things. I know that those are um, uh, normal, stapled things to say. Uh, but it's yeah. so so important, and then and then thinking time, like really scheduling time that you yeah. are actually just think, thinking and dreaming about your business, uh, yeah. and 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 you know whether it's the next month, or whether it's the next three months, or three years, or, or ten years, or whatever it is, I think th those are those are important things to uh, be spending your time on. Yeah, I, I started laughing when you were talking. I don't know if you could see me, but because my girlfriend messaged me and she says, I especially like this call where Dwayne hired a cleaning lady to spend more time so he could spend more time with his wife. So and then <laughs> I think that's a, a hint. So I, you know, um, we could take my cleaning crew and have them come to, to our house. And I actually have been thinking about that. But um, you know what? I think that, you know, everything you said is so important and um, I, I love everything. And I hope that people could kind of think about this and, 
and listen, if you're listening, you know, reach out to us and, and, you know, we'd love to kind of work on it and help you in our manifesto. It breaks down this whole, and it's free, by the way, you go to schoolownertalk.com or right. It's on there. Um, and you yep. could click for the free manifesto. It, it's a, it's like a 15, 20 page booklet on, you know, the martial art business and, you know, knowing what your time is worth. And, and by the way, that's probably the most, um, comments we've gotten on the manifesto where it opened people's eyes like that about what they're really worth so that they started to reallocate their time in a different way. Like, you know, I, I say to a friend of mine, he, he's at his dojo. He's always complaining that he's at his dojo till three, four in the morning cleaning. I could dude, if you got a cleaning crew and you paid them $100 a week, that's only $400 a month. You could go home and get a good night's sleep. You could wake up refreshed and you could go do things. That's four students. That's it. All you need. And if you're, if you're always tired and you're always miserable and you're always upset because you, you're doing stuff that you shouldn't do below your pay grade and that you hate, then, then you're in purgatory. You're in misery, right? You're going to live that <laughs> life where, you know, and I, I wonder, you know, sometimes, and I just recently made a lot of adjustments in my school. Some of them, you know, will cost me a little bit financially, but in the long run, it'll be better. But I just wanted to eliminate the stress and the headaches and so on. Um, and someone just wrote, ha, 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 which is, I'm not talking about him. So, uh, but I think he knows who I'm talking about. And my friend is, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be on this call and listen to it and go, I know that, you know, you were talking about me. Um, but yeah, why do what we don't like, you know, and, and, and just look at it and say, okay, could I be a happier individual and focus on the things that I want that I like, or do I just do all the other stuff and I'm tortured? You know what I mean? So, um, no one wants to be tortured, and then your students will see it. <clears throat> yeah, well, and you know, the, the, the thing is, you know, why, why did you get into this business in the first place? Why right. did you become an entrepreneur? You know, a lot of us um, in the beginning, and, and this was me in the beginning, was I love to do this, I love to share it, so I wanted yeah. to make a living out of it. And yeah. then what did I do? I, I made a job. You know, all I did yeah. was trade one career to the next. But then right. I started to realize that I could actually, as an entrepreneur, have some. Uh, have some freedom, right? And have some really good freedom, and right. and, and 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 so that's you know one of the I think now that's one of the real reasons that I'm in this is yeah. uh, for the freedom that allows me to do not you know I'm not negating the influence um, right. that I can have on individuals. Of course, that's primary. Um, right. But 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 one of the the best things is that I can have the, the, the freedom to do, you know, and take off time and, and those type of things within reason, you know, within yeah. reason, obviously. Uh, but the other thing that I decided was I want my own staff to be able to, I wanted to buy time for my own staff. And so that's why, yeah. you know, I close about six weeks out of the year because yeah. I want my own staff to, to have some time that is bought back. Uh, yeah. for them so that they're well yeah. rested and you know they love their job and and when they get yeah. to that pinnacle where they're like oh I can't take it anymore oh there's a time off okay whew, right you know that right. type of thing yeah just the other day I gave one of my main guys the day off so that he could go compete in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament which he loves you know and he does grappling like three four days a week at my friend's school and uh, he ended up winning the silver and the gold which was incredible you know and he's super happy about it and I was happy to just say, hey, listen, I'll teach all day. You take the day off and you just enjoy it. And he was really, you know, he's really thankful for that and he appreciates it. And, and that's the good news. I, I wanted to read one real quick thing. I, you know, I always talk about Tony Robbins is one of my favorites. And I want to read 
his morning questions. And if you could just kind of switch this to be about business, um, they're very important. So Tony says, when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself these seven questions. Um, what am I happy about in my life right now? That's the first question. Number two, what am I excited about in my life right now? Number three, what am I proud about in my life right now? Number four, what am I grateful about in my life right now? Five, what am I enjoying most in my life right now? Six, what am I committed to in my life right now? And seven, who do I love and who loves me? Now, you could write, you could, he says you could substitute could for am um, if you get stuck, you know, what could I be grateful about? What could, could I be happy about? And then he has three evening questions to kind of recap his life. And it says, number one, what have I given today? And, and that could be a business question. What have I done for my company today to make it grow, right? Or number two, what did I learn today? You know, and that could be what I learned that, you know, in my business. Um, what did I, what system, what can I improve? And number three, how has today added to the quality of my life? Or how can I use today as an investment in my future? Now, that's pretty awesome because it kind of like totally links into what you and I just said. Everything that we just said is recapped in his morning questions, right? So, you know, knowing what you like, knowing what you enjoy, doing what you love, and making sure you do what you are good at, um, all of those things are wrapped up in the Tony Robbins questions, which I, I think that's pretty cool. So um, I hope everyone got something out of this call, and, and you did a great job, you know, explaining to everybody. Thank you. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I was going to recap real quick, if you, or remind real quick, if you want yeah. to get the business, Marshall's Business Manifesto, you can go to schoolandertalk.com, and it, it, it is there. So, Allie, thanks a lot, sir. And uh, Yeah, Dwayne, we'll thank you. Next time. You got it, bud. Have a great day. Take care. All right. Bye, everyone.